What's up, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of the Resilient Body Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Arnika, the not-so-typical chiropractor, and today we're talking about thoracic outlet syndrome, also known as TOS. This episode is inspired by a recent patient who has been dealing with TOS for over a year. She's gotten so many diagnoses. The main one she was recently being treated for was carpal tunnel syndrome, and they were actually looking at surgery. Primarily because she kept feeling the numbness, tingling, and just kind of blood flow kind of go away in her hand. I hear this story so many times where people have that numbness, that tingling, that weakness in the hand. And the first thing they get diagnosed with is carpal tunnel syndrome. And then next is the surgery. I've had people who've had the surgery and still are having issues. But reality is maybe it isn't carpal tunnel syndrome at all. And actually where it's coming from is actually from the thoracic outlet. So in this episode, we're going to talk about exactly what thoracic outlet syndrome is. We're going to talk about the three areas of the body where you should focus on because that's where they can be entrapped. And then of course, I'm going to give you some movements to help. So let's get started. First off, without nerding out too much, let's talk about what thoracic outlet syndrome is. It is a compression of a neurovascular bundle that comes out of our neck and supplies our blood flow, our filling into our arm. Now you heard that term neurovascular. Neuro meaning nerves. Think about all the nerves that come out of our neck that go down into our hand that may cause us to have that numbness or, or tingling within certain fingers. And we also have blood flow. We have two big arteries and veins that run out of that thoracic outlet down and supply blood flow to the rest of our arm. When you are having TOS, that numbness or tingling can come because that outlet, that thoracic outlet, is compressed. And because of that, we're kind of diminishing the amount of blood flow we have coming to that arm, maybe the bottom blood flow we have coming from that arm, but also the nerve and all that feeling that comes with that. Now, some of the biggest, um, not some of the, the biggest area of nerves called our brachial plexus comes out of kind of think about where our shoulder is right at the side of our arm. That's where all of our nerves from our neck come down and where we can have those individual issues like when you have median nerve issues or radial nerve or ulnar nerve or things like that. Now, when people are experiencing TOS, sometimes one of the worst positions for them to be in or where they feel it the worst is having their arm above their head. Now, when I get this complaint in the office, most of the time it's for women because we work with a lot of moms and they are explaining to me that they start to feel their hand go numb when they are blow drying their hair, when they're washing their hair in the shower, sometimes even when they're reaching up in that top cabinet to grab a coffee mug. That's when they notice the most changes where a neuro, whether neuro or vascular happening within their arm. All right. Now, that's happening because we talked about the thoracic outlet, and that is a small gap between our clavicle, which is our collarbone, and our first rib. That is where our thoracic outlet is. If we are closing that space, which our collarbone comes up and raises up as we raise our arm, we can be compressing those things, and that can lead to the numbness and tingling, the weakness, maybe even the change in temperature in your arm or hand. 
This is something I see that I mentioned before that gets mistaked for carpal tunnel syndrome all the time because they are experiencing it in their hand. But we have to assess the whole arm and we have to actually assess the neck because we can have things entrapped in our neck, in our armpit, in our pec, in our elbow, in our wrist, anywhere up that chain. Next, let's talk about the three areas that I want you to focus on. We have three areas where we talk about the thoracic outlet, where these nerves, where these arteries come out of. Addressing these areas, which I'll talk about a little bit more with movements I'm going to give you later, can definitely help when it comes to any of these symptoms that you're feeling that are associated with TOS. One of the first areas you can start addressing are our scalenes. These are our muscles that come on the side of our neck, all right? Sometimes they're overused muscles, and based on how our neck is moving, based on how our rib cage is moving, based on how our shoulder blade is moving, that can affect what we are feeling in our scalenes. Between our anterior and medial scalene, that's where we have some nerves that come out of there, okay? And our scalenes attach from our neck muscles down to our ribs. So if we are doing any type of rib elevation, then we start to feel that when we are trying to lift our arm above our head, maybe our neck feels really tight, and then we start to get some numbness, tingling things going down our arm. Side note when it comes to this, I told you that our scalings attach to our ribs, right? So that means breathing plays a role. Our scalings are a part of our accessory breath muscles. So if we're breathing into our chest more, that means we're using these accessory breathing muscles more, like our scalings muscles. They attach to our ribs or just our first rib or ribs in general. So if you're doing more chest breathing, we're pulling on those ribs more, elevating them more, and once again, we are now shorting or closing that space up where those nerves and arteries and veins come out of, all right? So focusing on our scalenes, I'll give you a, a movement for that later, would we'll totally help with that. Next, we have what's called the costochondral space. Now that is behind where our clavicle or the top of our collarbone and it goes to where the top, kind of like our spine of our shoulder blade is, this space right over our trap area, okay? In this area, it's really important how our shoulder blade is moving because if we have rounded shoulders, that can cause a decrease in space, causing more compression on those nerves or arteries or veins coming out of there. We got to pay attention how our shoulders are moving, and we have to pay attention to where our clavicle or collarbone is making that space smaller as we mentioned can start to cause some compression on anything within that neurovascular bundle last but not least the subpectoralis minor space now that is just a fancy way of saying the space that is behind our pec major we mentioned earlier about rounded shoulders well that plays a role here too if we have rounded shoulders our pecs are shortened Underneath our pecs is another thoracic outlet. So that's where we have an artery, a vein, nerves come through. If that is tight and constantly shortened, we are causing compression on those areas because that space is now smaller. So hitting our pec a little bit more, lengthening that muscle a little bit more, rolling our shoulder blades back so that they're not rounded, less rounded, and bringing them back together are different ways that you can help open up the space where a lot of those those muscles, not muscles, those um, nerves and arteries and veins make up that bundle, okay? Hope I wasn't noting out too much. Okay, last but not least, let me leave you with some movements. So we talked about those scalenes, right? So there's a scalene stretch that you need to wait for that gives you kind of a twofer. It helps you work on 
relaxing those shoulders away from our ears. So bringing that rib cage down, opening up our chest, and also getting that kind of a lengthen on our scalenes. All right. Next, I have two different nerve flossing movements for you. Both of these are going to help you kind of relieve some pressure off of where those nerves are coming out. I have two main ones that I put in there. Make sure you don't do any of these flosses more than 10 times a day. All right. We don't want you to irritate or inflame the nerve. Next, we're going to do some diaphragmatic breathing. We talked about how if you're breathing more with your chest, then it causes our neck muscles to kick in more. So in order to help with that, we want to focus on breathing from our diaphragm and making sure that our chest is moving less. All right. And then last but not least, we need to work on some thoracic extension. We talked about how it is important that we have shoulder blade mobility and we have to make sure that we are in a more upright posture. That is super helpful when it comes to making sure our pecs are opened up from that space. We talked about that our rib cage and our shoulders are down so that lengthen out our scalenes and that our shoulder blades are back. So it opens up that costochondral space we're talking about. All these are moves that you can add into your movement routine and truly see if you are feeling a difference when it comes to the symptoms that you are feeling when it comes to thoracic outlet syndrome. I hope you found this episode super valuable. I hope that you take these and add them in and really figure out what works best for you. If you're someone who's been struggling or diagnosed with carpal tunnel syndrome and you're noticing that whatever you're doing is not creating a change, then it's time to try something different. I also have the link in the notes for a free consult call and let's talk about what I have to offer and how it can help you and see if it's a good fit. As always, my goal is to help you move better, feel better, and be resilient. I holler at y'all in the next episode.